There I am, and there you are. Hi. There we are. My hair's we, going crazy today, and the rain, and so everything's all humid. It's a bad hair day for me too. <laughs> Overnight, I'm Mike Morales. I'm here in San Antonio. Uh, you are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our uh, networks. That young man with the bad hair day is Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> Eric. Um, I, I hope you don't mind. I keep throwing you all these exotic. Oh, I love it. I love you're, it. You're, you know, we, we, we throw stuff at Eric that some of us have never had before. But this is really interesting because we're, we're starting to see more and more of these come out uh, out of uh, Sonora. And today we have Batuk Bacanora. I'm telling you, this is the next hottest thing. If you yeah. guys are are tired of the same old same old from tequila and you're not too thrilled about uh, uh, the in the infighting in the mezcal industry because there is some, some a lot of disagreements there uh try try bacanora because it's been it's been clandestinely produced for you know uh up until gosh what 2000 it was it was um uh it was uh, a against the law to, to people were killed for this 2000 is when it got its do right uh, um i think the material said the law was changed in the 90s so it was re-legalized in the 90s but then the uh the denomination of origin for bacanora was created in about 2000 so 20 years now yeah, it uh, and it's just now reaching uh, reaching into the states. This one uh, was made. Um, we want to thank Borderland Spirits who made this happen. Uh, yeah. Michael Hurley, who has just went out of his way to get a lot of this stuff for us. Um, I'm using my Stasol Jarrito for uh, for mezcal. It's got a wider mouth. Um, these are just to give you a quick overview before we. Um, before we go into the ins and outs, this one is 44 uh, alcohol by volume. It's 44 ABV. Um, we were told that um, uh, for we have, we're going to go through a couple of brands today, and uh, I believe one of these is uh, one or two of these samples that Eric and I have are a different, slightly different ABV. So the neat thing about that is that this is really truly small batch. You go from yeah. from batch to batch with uh, you know, the the distiller, it's de it's at the hand of the of the maker that, mm -hmm. that 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 where they cut this off and 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 make it uh, you know at a certain ABV. What a beautiful legs yeah. and tears! It's just it's just gorgeous the way they cling to the glass. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, real slow, really nice. Yeah, um, this is uh, this spirit uh, is. Bacanora is 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 a type of mezcal from Sonora. Uh, it can, uh, I believe, is Sonora. Um, is that the only state that can make uh, Bacanora? Yeah. So Bacanora is uh, one of these very. It's even smaller than. It's not even the whole state of Sonora. It's like I can't remember the number, but it's something like thirteen municipalities in the state of Sonora are allowed to make bacanora so it's like hyper local yeah and uh you know it was it's essentially mezcal but in that 
but they have their own tradition. There is a town in Sonora called Bacanora, where the spirit gets its name from. And, uh, you know, and so that's the DO is situated around these communities. And so they, uh, they are allowed to harvest agaves from, you know, particular regions inside the state. And it has to be made inside those mun municipalities. There's a very small like cluster of families and, and communities that make this. Um, but what I'm smelling is fantastic. It's it's wonderful. Now the 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 plant itself is a some people call it agave pacifica or yeah. uh, or yakiana. It's yeah. the local name for it. Um, yeah. It is. Uh, I've heard the pacifica is essentially espadine, right? But it grows in a very different climate and region. Sonora is much more arid. Um, than even Oaxaca, and so the plant it tends to be uh, different, and so it expresses its flavor a slightly different way. The it really does express its terroir when you when you yeah. think about the Sonoran Desert. By the way, uh, uh, Borderland Spirits claims that this is the this is the northernmost state, right up against the border with Arizona, yeah. and and it is cons. He he considers it or should be considered Arizona's mezcal. I mean, you can't even apparently yeah. can't call yourself an Arizonan unless you've had Bacanora. So, and it's true. I I've heard that. Uh, I've heard that from um, Roger Klein actually. Well, I've uh, seen I've seen some photos of you know in Tucson people's little clandestine distilleries making. Yeah. Making moonshine in their backyards from agave. So it's true. It's true. When I when I lived in New Mexico, I I ran into a guy. Um, we I was demonstrating some uh, some tequilas for a for a, a wine house, and their foreman, their warehouse foreman, was part of the group, and he said, "My family makes bacanora," you know. And I go, "Where?" He goes, "In Arizona." <laughs> it's like, can I get some? You know, even back then, it was you 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 just hauled it back, you know. Uh, in, in buckets or, or in plastic uh, containers, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is one of the, I mean, I don't want to get political, but there's, it's one of these things, right? Like peoples in the borderland regions have been moving back and forth for, you know, hundreds and thousands of years, right? So, you know, now we have this border that sort of splits the country and it kind of creates this mentality of like U.S. side, Mexico side, but the geography of the land is very similar. The cultural the culture exchange is very similar. This this back and forth, and so um, I mean, to me, that's one of the the great things about America, right? Is that we yeah, have absolutely. It's great about agave spirits as well. You know, there's a there's a. It's almost like the lines of a rainbow. You can't really tell where one color starts and one and and another one ends. And yeah. and really, that's that's how you want it. That's that's how you want it, and yeah. I don't I don't know about you, but this is this is glorious. This, yeah, it has a really like interesting lactic character to it. It's like slightly cheesy. I was um, going to say that right at the beginning yeah. when I opened it, it was it was like a like a I don't want to call it a Oaxacan cheese, but it's kind of a uh, a dry cheese of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, it's this really interesting mixture to me of sort of um, like orange 
and sort of cheese at the same. And so it's like slightly citrusy, maybe like orange blossom, and and this like lactic character, like a kind of a crumbly cheese, or even maybe like a harder cheese. But it's it's nice. It's really there's. I mean, obviously there's you there's alcohol there, but you're not smelling the ethanol. It's just a lot of aroma. Now I understand that this this particular one uh, is a is I believe is stop me if I'm wrong. I believe this is a blend of pit roasted and and um, autoclave. Uh, I believe one of these uh, one of these uh, producers doesn't like the smell of smoke on his mezcal, so there is no smoke. Okay. No. Uh, and we've had we've had other bacanoras with a little bit more smoke smokiness to it. This one has none. It's just all plant and, as you said, a little bit of that lactic, um, yeah, undertone. Yeah. So that's what that's what the notes say that they um, they some of the agaves are cooked in a earthen pit that's lined with rocks, and another portion is cooked in a what they say is a wood fired autoclave, which is yeah. Apparently, on this ranch, there's no electricity. Yeah. So so, you know. Uh, it's mesquite and ironwood is what they're using. Yeah. Oh my God! Have you had this yet? Let's try. I'm gonna try now. Dive in. This is awesome. That's nice. Wow. Oh yeah. It's a little thinner on the palate than I was expecting. Got a nice clean mineral out uh, minerality. Mm -hmm. There's actually some interesting woodiness, not smoke wood, but like kind of taste mesquite or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's odd because it's not it's it's um, um, it's not like a heavily smoked or charred. It's almost as if it just adds another layer. Yeah, it's more. More wood than burnt wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes any sense at all, but yeah, really tasty. Yeah, this is oh, it's the, the on the intake. Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, you know it's, um, it's fruity, and and then it just as it goes through your over the palate as it washes over it just everything hits it. Yeah, I mean, there's a really yeah there's a really nice evolution of the flavor on the tongue. First part. Real sweet, fruity. It hits the midpoint. You get this like salty, cheesy character, and then on the back end, it becomes like more herbal and woody. Really, really fun sort of flavor adventure. <laughs> How, how's your How's the finish? Is it like medium? It's medium to short. I'm not getting a real long fuzzy, yeah. even though this is at a higher at a high ABV at 44. But yeah, the finish is really not aggressive at all no no it's very 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 mild uh i love the the it's got great body you know yeah. what i mean it's, it's got uh, there's a lot of substance and i can tell where they uh where the the vinatero um and uh it's not this family but uh well in any case there's two families that are we're dealing with here we're two different brands when you hang in there with us um but uh, I can see where they want to present 
the flavor of the plant as opposed to hiding it underneath yeah. smoke. This yeah. is this is hard. The the smoke is small, short to minimal. Yeah, yeah. There's a really nice like. There's almost like a, a menthol-y, like warmness, not quite menthol flavor, but that kind of sensation of warmth that you get mm -hmm. from, from menthol on the palate. It's this that's mixed with this like real interesting herbal character to it. So just really nice. Really it nice. Beautiful. What do you what do you think? What's the final verdict? Shall we? Yeah. I yeah. think so. I, I, I totally agree. Brand of Promise nominee. This is in yeah. the Bacanora Blanco. Let, let's uh, let's see if we can get a little bit more of the insights before we uh, we sign off on this one. Yeah, uh, so I think what I read was it uh, fermented for seven days um, after after it was cooked in that, that sort of combo uh, period, yeah. or combo of pit and autoclave. Uh this is uh, uh, Tupacanora is uh, the home is San Pedro de la Cueva, and I think I think this is going to be important, like it is in Mezcal, where you, you know, where you're, yeah. you're trying to find the, the 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 town and the city where where the where the the, the vinatero, which is the master distiller, is from, mm -hmm. uh, and I believe this one, um, I, I think there are two people involved now san pedro de la cueva is where pancho villa shot all the males in the village <laughs> including the priest in retaliation for the death of seven of his soldiers that's that's interesting i had not heard that story before mm -hmm. um the bottler is uh, rafael encinas and um Let's see here. I'm trying to see what else I, I can pull out from this information here. Uh, let's see. Uh, here is where the tradition of Bacanora is continued by their son, Rafael Adalberto Encinas Molina and his sons. Yeah. So so this is a, a big family. Um, uh, uh, it's a family uh, tradition and... Um, just a lovely spirit. I, I, the name of the importer again is Michael Hurley of, of Borderland Spirits. Right now, primarily, uh, they again, as many of the brands uh, this year. While we're taping this, this is this is uh, May, uh, so we're still under quarantine, folks. By the time you see this, this could be November and October. I don't know. We're, we're booked way out with tastings, but. Um, uh, he ha he had launched Borderland Spirits in January, February, and then came to a screeching halt. Yeah. Um, but he has made the rounds. He he's uh, he's been seen elsewhere online. You can find them on Instagram. Um, they, he uh, uh, Michael Hurley's been doing a lot of um, uh, a lot of uh, interviews and things like that. And he made this happen. I I so appreciate that. Um, the one thing that they, that uh, Borderland Spirits does stand for is is primarily the the, the cultural sustainability uh, of the art of Bacanora. Mm -hmm. And as we go through these these flavor profiles you uh, and expressions, you'll we'll we'll keep you involved a little bit more on on Borderland Spirits. Right now, it's probably mostly available in Arizona. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it'll it'll. 
I can tell you right now, South Texas, they're they're really looking at mescals and bacanoras, things that are more uh, uh, distillates that are more traditional. Yeah. Uh, they're they're more accepted down south, so uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. We start to see it here in Texas, you know, in mm -hmm. South Texas. But in any case, that's our take on Batuque. That's the Blanco. Stay with us. We're going to go through the entire line here. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is? Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington. You have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels. Please subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube or download the podcast anywhere where you're listening to your, your podcasts. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.